Hello and welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven. Alongside with me, as always, is our good friend Brandon. Today we're going to be discussing our first times and other first times. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love how that rolls off the tongue. Sounds so nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just I get the feeling that when we talk about first time or first times, people have a certain idea in their head and i just want to make it very very clear that we are not just talking about one specific type of first time though that may come up in conversation it's all about us talking about any of our first times doesn't matter what it is could be the first time we played crazy bones just as an example oh crazy bones i love (laughs) crazy bones (laughs) real real throwback first time we got bullied could be any number of things the thing is we don't know Right now, exactly what it's going to be like. Brandon, tell uh, tell everyone a little bit about how this is going to work. Yeah, well, so I mean, that's a that's a good way to kind of give the context for what it is. We're going to ask each other a lot of questions about what was your first time doing this, uh, when was your first time doing that. Uh, the thing about this episode, something that I think is good for us to explain, just as part of this podcast. As much as Steven and I like to have these in-depth conversations about what it means to be a good person or the more existential stuff, we aren't necessarily an authority on a lot of that stuff. We just like to have that conversation. We like to make you guys think, but we also like to joke around, have a good time, and show you guys a little bit of who we are. And so episodes like this are going to do that where we just kind of take it easy, have some uh, conversations about memories, and uh, yeah, I, I I think that's really the idea behind episodes like this, and then our episode next week, which we'll, we'll tease later on in the show, uh, both of those will be a nice change of pace from the last couple of episodes. 100p. So that being the case, I'll, uh, I'll go ahead and start with the very first one. Right. Um, so, first video game you ever beat? Ooh, so I don't actually know if this is the first game I ever beat, but this is the first game I remember beating by myself. It was called uh, Star Wars The Path of Obi-Wan. It was for the original Xbox, and I remember playing it. My mom and dad had the Xbox in their room upstairs, and I remember playing it and getting all the way to the Darth Maul level. So at the end of the game... You fight Darth Maul in that chamber where he kills Qui-Gon Jinn. And I, for two hours straight, fought him and died. And I could not beat him. And my mom comes into the room and says, you need to get off of that game. You've been playing way too long. It's nice outside. Get out of here. And I'm like, Mom, come on, please, one more time. I've been trying so hard. On my last, she said, you get one more try. On my last try, I fucking beat Darth Maul, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I, I want to be, be clear on two things. One, Darth Maul, people are sleeping on him. He's easily one of the best villains out there. He's super cool. Yeah. Two, wait, your first game you ever beat was an Xbox game? Yeah, it was either that or Halo, uh, which are Xbox. Because the games that I played before that were pretty much anything my dad would play. And he played a lot of sports games. So, like, NFL game day. You can't really beat NFL games. I mean, what... Do you consider winning the Super Bowl, beating those games? And I'm pretty sure I never even won the Super Bowl because my, what I would do with those games is I would just create a player and then play like a couple games in my season, and then I want to I would want to create a new player, so I would never finish it through. Well, I want to be clear on something else here. Then, so didn't I know you didn't have a Nintendo 64? Did you not have a PlayStation either? 
I did have a PlayStation. What do you mean you need to be clear on this? I just explained. I played what my dad played, and he played <laughs> not a football single games. one of those. Was I did not beat a single beat? game. No. Dude, were you the worst video game player of all time? I played what my dad played, which was <laughs> sports games. You tell me you never once, you never once played like, I don't know, Crash Bandicoot. I played or Crash like Bandicoot, that. but I never beat it. I forgot your dad only played mature games. And he, you, you, I, think, I watched my dad beat Tomb Raider too. Does that count? Is that is that good enough for you? So you move on from this goddamn topic? <laughs> I can't. I don't understand, dude. Well, I think it's a hard time with this. You're a salty gamer here. All right, so let's. Know? What was the first game you beat? Because I'm not. I'm getting off of this. I'm getting. I'm really getting salty right now. Okay, so it's between two um, that I, I can think of. It's either. Okay, actually, I, I. I'm pretty sure it's Super Mario 64. Pretty sure. I don't 100 percent know, but I'm like 90 percent sure. And when I say I beat it, I'm not kind of getting the 120 stars because I didn't get that until quite a bit later on. But I beat Bowser, and I remember, like, it was yesterday when I actually did it. I remember, like, I, I first off, I played that game so much that it was, like, unhealthy. Like, I felt like it was unhealthy. It, it probably wasn't nearly as much as I'm thinking. But uh, I got I got pretty good at it, and then. I remember I finally beat it, and I was like, oh, my God, I beat Bowser. And then that music came in, and I remember running over to my dad's office, which was, like, also in the basement, and I was like, Dad, I beat Mario. <laughs> I beat it. And my, my brother was there, too, and it was just like it, – it was like the first time I ever feel like I accomplished something in my life. And uh, to this dreamers. day, whenever I beat it again and that music comes in, then – Whenever that comes in, like it's like embedded in my head. Not not even kidding. Sometimes when I'm at work, I'll put on the soundtrack to that game and I'll I'll fast forward to that that music and I just feel like I'm like doing better at work. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Now that it I'm thinking about tolerable. I, I what about like Pokemon Red version? I'm yeah, sure. so th- that was the one I was thinking of because uh, I beat Pokemon Blue, but I think. I think that would have been a year or two later. Because I got Mario 64 in winter of 97. And I got that Pokemon in like 98 or 99. So That's why I think it was later. The, the You didn't have to deal with this. I don't know if you had to deal with this with your brother. But I had to deal with this with my sisters. If my sisters got a hold of my Game Boy Color or my Game Boy Advance, they deleted my saves all the time. <laughs> So it, it took me forever to beat Red Version because I would put my Game Boy somewhere where my sister could find it. She would open it up. She would start a new game, and somehow that would delete my save. And that's why it took me so freaking long to beat a lot of those games. <laughs> so frustrating. I would I had like one where I had some of my favorite Pokemon, and they were all at really high levels, and she just started it over. It sucked. Dude, literally the worst. First off, why Pokemon only had one save file? Horrible idea. Horrible. Ill-advised. Another thing, Mario 64, the thing I, I left out, is right after I beat Bowser, like, shortly after, my brother erased that file. So, like, oh, I, no. I had, like, 85 stars or something. No! <laughs> so I was infuriated. And then, to make matters worse, I, cl- I got all the way back up to... 114 or 118 so i was like within single digits of every single star 
and my cousin erased it. No way. And I'm just like, two times. I was infuriated, so I cr- I legit cried. <laughs> Actually, I think it might have been. I think my cousin erased the 85 star, and my brother erased. Yes, my brother erased it when I was I was within like seven stars or something, or six stars. And I was so pissed about it that I actually made my brother go back and collect. When I got to like 118, I was like, you get the last two stars. You screwed this up in the first place. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I was pretty bitter. <laughs> All right. My turn to ask you uh, a first year. <laughs> we spent a lot of time on that. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> um, okay. So what's the first time you remember doing something illegal? Ooh. Uh, I mean, definitely having more than one passenger in my car. Oh yeah, I did that for sure. Yeah, that I remember that law. When you first got your license, you could only have like one other person if it if there wasn't an adult or something. Yeah, definitely did that. I mean, trespassing or like things like that. I guess when I was younger, jaywalking. <laughs> Wow. Dude, this guy's a badass. Dude, that's such a badass. Jaywalking. <laughs> Drinking before I was 21. What? Oh, my God, dude. How could you? It was bad, dude. I was, I was a bad kid. We, no, we, actually, I was a pretty good kid for the most part. We, I'm actually, I, I, the worst versions of me have been in my 20s, hands down. <laughs> Wait, so now you're just doing a bunch of illegal stuff now that you're in your 20s? Dude, now I just live in the illegal zone. I'm just kidding. What the fuck? Ever since no. you got a leather jacket, you've just been different. Dude, you're not wrong. Oh, man. What about you? Uh, I'm pretty sure I stole some Pop-Tarts from school one time. I was oh, really oh. craving Pop-Tarts, and they just had them sitting out there. And <laughs> I think I like hit them under my books when I got my... They were like extra money. <laughs> they were Dude, extra- wait, wait, wait. How old were you when you did this? Um, I think this was in middle school, maybe like thirteen or something. <laughs> okay, because I I actually I actually thought of another one that reminds me of that. When I was in second grade, there was a there was a designated person who was supposed to, uh, like get milk for the class. Like we would all order milk. I don't know why, and then someone would go down, get out of the cafeteria, and bring it up to the, the classroom but I thought that if you were the person to, to do that you just got free milk so I just like <laughs> would take free milk all the time <laughs> <laughs> but it was like really dumb and I remember it was like toward the end of the year where I had like realized I had stole like $50 worth of milk over the course of the year <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious I remember so the first elementary school that I went to for kindergarten, first grade, and second grade, and then we ended up moving. I lived like six houses down from the elementary school, and so I always walked to class or walked to school. And there was one day that I had gum, and you weren't allowed to chew gum in school. And they said you need to go spit out your gum, and I couldn't find a garbage can. They like told me to just go out because there wasn't any in our classroom. I couldn't find any, so I walked home during school to spit out my gun. Nobody stopped me. I'm just a, I was in, uh, I think, first grade. Just a first grade kid walking out the front doors and walking back in just to spit out my gum. Nobody was paying attention to me at all. I was gone for, I, I don't know, probably like 25 minutes, and my teacher didn't. I don't even remember my teacher saying anything. How bad is that? That's horrible. Dude, 
We're bad. We're bad. We're yeah. bad. We're badasses. What, what, one other point on this before we move on. I guess one of the other things that I did that I just realized, I for some reason went through a phase where I thought you could just bury your own garbage. <laughs> so <laughs> so when I was in elementary school, I just dug a big hole and I would just bury garbage. <laughs> what the fuck? What the hell? What? <laughs> What gave you that thought? Do you remember? Dude, I have no idea. <laughs> I would do so many dumb things. Dude. <laughs> I buried, like, all this garbage, and I remember I told my parents. I was like, yeah, I buried the garbage next door. And my parents were like, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> you just had little landfills going around. <laughs> you can't do that. Because I asked, I was like, where does this garbage go? They're like, it goes into the landfill. So I was like, why don't we just bury our own garbage? Why are we taking it? <laughs> Dude, you were an innovator back then. You're like, why, why do we got to rely on the government to bury our garbage when we could just do it ourselves? I'm honestly so glad I have a platform that I could share that with. Because for a long time, I've been like, someone needs to know that I did this. Oh, so my gosh. I'm it's, glad I came. That I went came unsaid quick. for way too long. I'm so glad you got it off your chest. <laughs> okay. Um, what was the first thing you wanted to be when you grew up? Uh professional football player or professional baseball player i my favorite football player was randy moss so i wanted to be a wide receiver I me mean, this i was a slow little white kid <laughs> i was like i could be an nfl wide receiver one day like randy moss uh well, how, how old was this this was first grade that's the first thing i remember i remember you're filled I, with delusion i remember um I liked firefighters because their uniforms were red. <laughs> I, and I liked... It's not even true. Aren't they yellow? Like, Well, they could be red or yellow. I mean, the fire truck's red. And I think there are depictions of firefighters wearing red. So... <laughs> okay. I don't know it's why you're laughing. Right? Like, there's never been a firefighter wearing a red... Their freaking helmets are red. What are you talking about? The toys that you I, get was... Not where I come from. Yeah. Make you, were, you were busy out from. burying your garbage, so who knows what you were seeing. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Um, I wanted to be a train conductor or a guy who drove trains. What the? What? I'm surprised by that. <laughs> when I was a kid, I loved Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh, okay. I just loved trains. So in my head, I thought, like, I wanted to be near trains all the time. <laughs> so then... I like, I I was bought train toys, and uh, I, I I had my parents take me on a train one time, and it was like the best thing ever. And that was it. That was it. In hindsight, I don't know what I was. Thinking. I think maybe you've been going down the wrong career path all along. Why aren't you following your dreams? <laughs> I've thought you, about. Can you imagine <laughs> me actually doing this? A train conductor. It probably is, like, one of the absolute worst professions based on my personality type, honestly. Well, I remember in ninth grade I had driver's ed, and we had a train conductor come into our class and talk about how he he had a buddy who ran over car a car that got stuck on the tracks and killed somebody and how awful it is because you can't stop the train. <laughs> they, they use freaking scare tactics in my driver's ed class, Dude. man. Yikes! Oh yeah, they did some of that. Uh, they definitely did that in mine too. That's brutal. Yikes! All right, all right. All right. I'm gonna get a little <laughs> raunchy here. All right, let's hear. You ready? 
Yeah. First time you had sex. <laughs> I knew this was coming. <laughs> um, this, this, this is like less clear cut than I feel like it should be. <laughs> um, so the first time was on the floor of oh, my bedroom. Hell yeah, dude. You're tricking. I want you anywhere. Yeah, floor of my bedroom. Uh, it was it was for about ten seconds. Hell yeah, dude! And uh, it was terrible. Pretty much <laughs> ten seconds in, she was like freaking out, and I was like, "Am I even doing this right?" And then we stopped. And then I don't think I did it again for like six months. <laughs> it was scary, dude. Those were scary times. That's hot, dude. Yeah, especially like on the floor. I don't. I don't. It seems kind of dumb in hindsight. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> You're like, I just want you anywhere. It doesn't need to be by the bed. You're trying to be romantic. You're like, get on the floor. Let's go. Yeah, right. it it was all it was awful. Honestly, it, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> what about what about you? Oh man, my first time was the best time ever. I, it's all been downhill since then. <laughs> Said no one ever. <laughs> my first time no was way. brutal. So. It was uh, with a girl who had already had sex with, like, ten people. <laughs> and this was freshman year of college. And uh, and so she was very experienced. And I think she wanted to be the one to take my virginity. So it was, like, her goal. We had kind of been talking about dating and stuff. And uh, <laughs> she got really manipulative one night. I spent a night with her. And first she was like... I feel like you're ashamed to be my boyfriend. And I'm like, "What? where is this coming from? And she's like, I don't know. You just don't want to tell anybody. And it just, I don't know. It bothers me. And I'm like, okay, do you want to be my girlfriend? And, and she's like, I don't want to just be your girlfriend unless you actually want me to be your girlfriend. I'm like, I want you to. You can be my girlfriend. And then, uh, so we became boyfriend and girlfriend. And then she's like, I feel like you don't want to have sex with me either. Oh my god! I know, hell? dude. And I'm like, whoa, that's not what? Because I was one of those people who was thinking I would only have sex with one person. That person would be the person I spend the rest of my life with. It wasn't a religious thing. I just I wanted that to be special. Um, and she was like, "You just are you not sexually attracted to me?" And I'm like, "What? No, I'm I'm, I'm attracted to you. You're hot, babe." <laughs> <laughs> oh god. She's like, "Well, then how come you want to have sex with me?" And I'm like, "Oh." I'll have, I'll have sex with you, I guess. And then uh, I freaking, I banged her brains out, man. Oh, God. <laughs> Yikes. Yikes. I'm just kidding. It was pretty awful. She said some really, she said something really cringy to me after I was like, I, I think I even said verbally, I was like, uh, this was horrible. And she's like, if that's how good you were on your first time, then I'm in. I'm in for some trouble or something, something really carny. I was like, shut oh the fuck my up. God, this is dude. awful. That is, oh, that man. is. <laughs> oh, That's rough. It's freaking, is it though? I think it's no, sexy. It's, it sounds pretty soft, honestly. <laughs> All right. Uh, email us at emgpod at gmail.com if, if you're turned on by this story. <laughs> Yikes. Please don't. <laughs> Not about that. Dude, 
I love that segue into me driving trains into me on the floor doing sex. <laughs> doing sex, dude. Dude, you knew how to do the sex. I will say that about dude, you. Dude, what? That is a segue if I've ever seen one. All right, all right. Sex is kind of like conducting trains. <laughs> it's uh, it's not. It's not at all. Okay. All right. Um, My face. First detention. Oh, man. I got suspended in kindergarten. I got suspended before I got detention. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> uh, well, my first detention was second grade. Uh, we, a bunch of my classmates and I, we used to, we used to love like WWE and Dragon Ball Z and all that stuff. So we would, during recess, we would fight each other on the playground and um, you look really weird right now. You look like you're just zoning out. <laughs> I was like, this you guy mentally is not here right now. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, so I we we did this fight out on the playground, and uh, one of the teachers who was out caught us fighting, and then we got detention. That was it. Were you were you tough back then? Oh, what I was a freaking badass, dude. Dude, how'd you get so soft? I just uh, nature became a sensitive nurture. guy. I became a lover, not a fighter after that. Dude, nature or nurture? What made you soft? <laughs> Damn it. No, dude, I was going to actually... <laughs> I was going <laughs> to... You ruined my fucking joke. I was going to say sometime at this episode, just something random like, do you think our firsts are more nature or nurture? <laughs> because you ask that every dude, single Dude, <laughs> I am... Honestly, so forward thinking, I got to your joke before you could even make uh, it. Yeah, but you ruined the joke because it wasn't my joke. It was some pond off version of it that was just garbage. Okay, anyways, what was your first detention? I think I only have one or maybe two detentions. Um, wait a second. I just had a memory of a detention that I got. What was my detention actually even for? I remember my detention itself. I remember very distinctly. I think it was something dumb, like I was late to class too many times, or I was like talking too much, or who knows. It wasn't like it was like nothing big. But when I got to detention, in the detention, my one friend and I both got the same detention together. So we're like, this isn't bad at all. Like we're just like hanging out. And the teacher came over to us and was like, "No, you guys, you you guys need to like behave yourselves," or. Make sure you, you take school as uh, more seriously or something. And then I just remember that my that when that when that teacher walked away, my friend flicked him off behind his back. Uh. But what he didn't realize is that that teacher could see like through the glass window that he did that. No. <laughs> so he just turned around and he's like, "Did you just stick up a certain finger?" And he's like, "No." He's like, "No, no." I think <laughs> he denied it. <laughs> he's like, "No, no, no." I just. I just saw you do it, and he's just like, no. <laughs> Kids are so <laughs> stupid, man. <laughs> it was, and then eventually he was just like, okay, yeah. <laughs> he's like, why'd you do that? He's like, I don't know. I was pissed. <laughs> just like, it was so dumb, but that's all I remember. It wasn't for anything cool. All right. Um, I did go to the principal's office in first grade. I don't know if that counts. That was the first time I actually got, like, in trouble what was, was it for because I, I was a poor sport and would hit kids when they would tag me uh, and tag oh my gosh oh man <laughs> i was a little shit back then 
Honestly, I've always been a poor sport. Honestly, so have I. We were watching this home video today, at, when I went, I went up to my my family's place for Father's Day, and uh, and the video was of us playing sorry, and my dad made some jokes about how I was gonna lose, and I immediately went from joking around to be like, no, I'm not. I would get all serious and really pissed about the fact that I might lose the game. Oh man. Yeah, losing is terrible. Um, Are you? Right. Do you want to do one more each, or just one more on mine, and then we take a little break? Or yeah, you ask. Let's do one. Let's do one more each. Okay. So let's do um, first time you had your heart broken. Um, <laughs> I I mean this is. It, saying I got my heart broken is a gigantic exaggeration, but in seventh grade, a girl I was dating who I honestly never made physical contact with except for once when someone pushed me and I actually knocked into her and knocked her on the ground, <laughs> which is really embarrassing. Um, somebody or someone came up to me and said, you know, she, uh, like one of her friends was like, hey, uh, she doesn't like you anymore. She likes this kid instead. And then I look over, and that kid's there, and he waves at me. <laughs> oh, what a savage. <laughs> and I remember just, like, my heart dropping. And then I came home from school that day, and I went in the living room, and I was like, Sarah broke up with me. <laughs> and I, I cried and, like, sat in the living room. And then my, my I remember my dad, my dad being like, to my brother, what's wrong with Steven? And then uh, it was just like, you know, his, his girlfriend just broke up with him. Let him all, let him have his time. Classic. Yeah, it was, it was pretty great. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about you? Uh, yeah, I do think the whole broken heart thing is a little bit of an exaggeration, but the first time I felt like my heart was broken was in eighth grade. This was the first girl I think I ever loved. And, I mean... <laughs> How much do you really know love at eighth grade? But what I thought was love, I was just, this was like my best friend. I was super into her. And I remember at a, I was I was trying to work up the courage to ask her out. And during one of our choir concerts, I she kind of stood next to me. She was like a couple people down. And we were performing for the cafeteria at lunch or something. And I, I turned to her and I like mouthed, will you go out with me or something? <laughs> and she acted like she didn't understand what I was saying. So I kept doing it over and over again. She just kept acting like she didn't know what I was saying <laughs> because she didn't want to have to reject me. And then she told me that she would think about it, which is another way of saying no. <laughs> so I found out a couple like classes later that she said no. And... Um, and then that year, the song, uh, the Hamburg song by Keen came out. And <laughs> that song is about uh, being someone that, like, understanding that you could be really good for a person and you guys are really compatible, but for whatever reason, they don't see you that way. And so that became my favorite. It's still my favorite song of all time. Oh, my. <laughs> it's, it's all because funny. of that experience of this girl that I was in love with. She just wanted to be friends. It was the first time I heard that whole, I don't want to ruin our friendship thing. And um, 
you know, we just uh, we never made it. Dude, there's still hope though. I think she's single. <laughs> Should I go for her? Yeah, dude. I think that might be some bad optics. Bad optics, dude. <laughs> Honestly, this whole this whole episode is bad optics for me so far. I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you're not off base. I'm not off base on that. I'm on base. My OBP is really good. This dude. This you know who else has a good OBP? Luke Void. Luke Void's freaking man. <laughs> Um, okay, so I'll do one question and then we'll uh, go to our next segment. Okay. Mm, we kind of talked about this, but what is like when I say first embarrassing moment that comes to mind? So uh, the first one that comes to my mind, I don't know if this was the first time I was truly embarrassed, but in fifth grade, we moved from Buffalo, Minnesota, back to Coon Rapids, Minnesota, where I was born and where I first started growing up. And I went to, I, I was the new kid in school at my elementary school. Uh, this was pretty early on in, would you quit doing this? For people that are watching the YouTube video, I am sorry. Something's going on with Steve in this episode. I think he's thinking of memories or something. Yeah, dude, I, I was like, oh God, but I hurry up and think of mine. <laughs> And so he's looking into the camera lens with this blank stare, and it's freaking creepy. And I can see it. <laughs> Quit doing it. Think of your thing looking somewhere else. God, I feel so bad for anybody that's going to watch this on YouTube. All right. Anyways. Um, so during that class, during one of my classes, in the beginning of the year, I had to sneeze and when I sneezed, I also farted. And it was like during a time that the entire class was completely silent. So everybody heard me sneeze and fart at the same time. <laughs> and I was the new kid in school. Oh my gosh, it was mortifying. Oh god, dude. That's pretty terrible. Oh man. What about you? I suppose you probably didn't think of yours because I called you out on your... <laughs> There's got to be a lot, though, because I, I, back in the day, I feel like I was just a walking embarrassment all the time. There's always <laughs> something that I did that I was like, oh. I mean, burying garbage is pretty embarrassing, to be honest. What is? Burying garbage. <laughs> the fact that I'm buried trash. I mean, the most embarrassing thing. <laughs> I definitely embarrassed my parents a few times as a kid from the time that I, um, Took a shit in the front yard. Oh, no. What? Like in broad daylight? It's in broad daylight. <laughs> I, I was like three or four, but... And I don't think... I, I wasn't embarrassed. I thought I was a badass at the time. Because I thought people who peed outside... I thought, like, that since you can pee outside, I was like, you can take a shit outside, right? That's, like, even more manly. So I did that. And um, <laughs> while, like, traffic was just driving by... And then I came in and <laughs> told my parents about it, and they're like, oh, God. <laughs> so they had to pick up your poop like you're a fucking dog. <laughs> pick it up. Oh, no. Did you have Dude. a dog at that time? So did they have, like, a pooper scooper or anything? Dude, I honestly think our dog was dead by this point. Oh, no. So they just had to get, like, a little baggie and pick <laughs> your shit up? Probably, <laughs> dude. It was it was pretty bad. That's the most. At the time, I wasn't that embarrassed because I was just like, I thought I was cool. But in hindsight, that is pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. 
So it's a real thing. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, these anything else you want to talk Our golden man. <laughs> yeah, these stories are rough, dude. Um, <laughs> we can never, we're never going to find love after these stories. No. Sorry, future wife. If you ever go back and listen to this episode, <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna get married. Sorry, potential future wife, if you do stumble across this episode. <sighs> sorry, future girlfriend don't... that was gonna marry me until she hears this. Yeah, episode. more like a sorry, future girlfriend who was gonna marry me until you came across this episode. I love you. <laughs> You're gonna be my last heartbreak. <laughs> I'm sorry that you had to hear some of these dumb stories. <laughs> Oh my god, dude! Yeah, these stories brought some more people into the Twitch stream, though. So at least there's that. Yeah, I, I'm sure that's what did it. Somehow they knew your it. stories were gonna be this incredible. Wow. Uh, okay, let's. Uh, we're gonna do a, a new segment about trending topics, starting with the uh, NBA Finals. So if, for those of you who don't follow the NBA, you might want to skip ahead. But <laughs> I recommend you don't and you listen to this because what happened. The Warriors didn't win the championship. It was all because Steph Curry is a terrible player and, and human. Uh, and Kevin Durant is garbage. <laughs> and they're better off without him, but not actually because they lost. These are really am hot Sk- takes. Is this Skip Bayless? I-, <laughs> I was just going to say, I was, like, I was like, am I a new Skip Bayless? Uh, well, What are your thoughts? Real thoughts. Uh, real thoughts. Pretty cool that Toronto got their first ever championship. I think that's always cool when a team wins for the first time ever. Uh, I'm just waiting for the Timberwolves to uh, be able to hold that hold that trophy up. But, uh, yeah, I, I was I really wanted the Warriors to win. I love Steph Curry. I like Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green. I, I like all those guys. Steve Kerr. Um, you like all those guys. None of those guys annoy you. Nope. Okay. Go on. Go on. Steven Salty, because the Warriors uh, just had the Cavaliers number for so many years. and <laughs> That's funny for you to say that. Remember 2016? I do remember when they were up 3-1, and then arguably the person who was playing the best in the finals got suspended for some bullshit thing. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny to, that people are going to blame that and not talk about the year before, the injury issues, the Cavs. Everybody talks went. about that, too. So yeah. I don't know what you're End talking day, about. That was the most fair and square championship of all time. It, the fact that the Warriors built what they had and the Cavaliers got LeBron, who then brought in uh, Kevin Love to have a super team, and they couldn't beat the Warriors, that was the Cinderella story. So I didn't want to hear your shit, all right? The Cavs weren't the Cinderella story that, that you think they were because they never won. They had the best player in the NBA – who recruited a guy to a team that already had arguably one of the best point guards in the league. Get the fuck out of here, all right? I hate everything you're saying right now. <laughs> what really matters is that the Cavs this is, had a great Remember run. we were talking about trending topics and now this became an argument about the 2016 NBA Finals? <laughs> <laughs> um, any other trending topics you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> we're already done with this. Well, no, no, I'll, one I'll of the things one of the things that we talked about before coming on here was Stephen thinks that this is the end of the run of the dynasty for the Warriors, and I'll, I'll it could be it just depends on what happens in free agency because both Kevin Durant and Clay Thompson are free agents this year, and if they decide to stay, then the Warriors are still the best team in the in the league. 
free agency, smidge agency. That's what I think. I think at the end of the day, the Warriors are still going to be good, but I think their run's over. What about I, what about the Lakers trade with the Pelicans? I just have a feeling that the Lakers are somehow still not going to make it even to the semifinals. You think so? I think it's definitely possible. I mean, don't get me wrong. LeBron and Anthony Davis, that could be an amazing combo. But I worry that one of those two guys is going to get injured. And if they do, I'm worried that they're not going to have any depth. Well, the the fact that they were able to get Anthony Davis makes me think that the Lakers became more of a target for free agency. If they wouldn't have got Anthony Davis, I don't know if anybody would have joined LeBron. But now that it's LeBron and Anthony Davis, you know, they might get Kemba Walker. Did, did you see how much they gave up for this trade? Yeah, it was, it's nuts. It was three picks outright, and then there was one swap pick, and then Lonzo Ball, Josh Hart, and Brandon Ingram. Yeah, they gave they gave Dude, up. They gave, that's so much. Like the Pelicans, legitimately should be like super good well, in the future. And the other thing, too, with one of their picks, I was reading it today with my with my dad. One of two of their picks actually that they gave up for the first round outright. The Pelicans can defer. So let's. So I think the 2021 pick, if it's not a pick within the first eight picks of the draft, the Pelicans can defer to the next year. So they can either get an, a top eight pick or defer it to the next year. And then I think in 2023 or something, uh, or 2024, they can defer it to 2025 if they don't like any of the players in the draft. Yeah, it's it's pretty uh, pretty crazy. Uh, good, uh, good stuff. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything else trending that I really want to talk about. Just a lot of people out there posting videos about bashing people, which is something I want to talk about at some point. Just how most successful YouTubers are pretty much just gossipy, talking trash on other people. And like, that's the majority of successful YouTubers. And it kind of annoys me. Yeah. Um, okay, let's take a break. Break time, break time, Brandon. Break time, Brandon. I think uh, an appropriate thing to start this break off is the announcement that you're taking a trip up to Minnesota in August. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm taking my first trip ever, ever in August to Minnesota. And when I'm up there, Brandon and I will be recording some oh, content. Dude. No, I'm going to be out of town. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. But if he, if he for some reason ends up being in town when I get there, then we're going to be recording some content together. Um, a vlog or a podcast episode. I don't know. We'll do something. We'll do something. And, we'll do um, lots of something. We'll do a lot. Well, honestly, we'll do a lot of somethings in terms of content creation. We're going to go to the Mall of America. I've always wanted to go there. I'm super stoked to check it out. And going to go see the Twins play the Indians, which is going to be really cool because there'll be another ballpark I've never been to before. I want to go to every major league stadium, so this is an opportunity to see a new one, and it's against my hometown team. So, yeah, you know, that will be really nice. How crazy that the the weekend that you decide to come up is the weekend that the Twins are playing the Indians. But not only playing the Indians, but it's a home series, so we yeah. can go to it. <laughs> yeah, it's that works out super well. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. And then I haven't ironed this out, but I'm pretty sure next month I'm going to see the. Uh, home run derby in Cleveland, which I am ecstatic about. Yeah, that'd be cool. So that'd it's a trip awesome. home, and it's to go to see an event that I, I've been a huge fan of the home run derby like my whole life, and the opportunity to go is going to be nuts. It's super expensive, like 
so much money. Like the first ticket prices I saw were four hundred dollars a ticket. So you guys have like an idea. Um, but it's like, when is it going to be back in Cleveland again? It could be another twenty-five years. So I'm going to check it out. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I uh, recorded some uh, videos today. Not sure if they'll be posted um, with another fellow YouTuber. So you guys can check those out either on my Instagram TV or on my YouTube channel. There might be a, a video on both or on one of those two platforms. So be on the lookout for that collaboration. I'm going to be doing a few collaborations um, coming up. So I'm really looking forward to doing that because I did have that on my goals for this year. I wanted to do more YouTube collaborations, and it is really fun working with new people on that. Because we did a lot of stuff with like podcasts where we've – gotten other guests and we've collaborated but i haven't done too much on youtube so i'm excited yeah what about you brandon um the only thing i'll say uh because i mean as a lot of you know who listen to this this podcast pretty regularly my life isn't too um spontaneous right now i'm in school so a lot of my weeks are just i work during the day and then i have class or homework or doing some sort of content creation uh, this, these last couple weekends have been a little more spontaneous in the sense that my sister graduated from high school, so had that, had her grad party yesterday, and then had uh, her last dance recital at the dance studio she's at right now uh, last Sunday, and then this, and then it was obviously Father's Day. For, for those of you listening to the podcast on your app, it was Father's Day this past Sunday, uh, so I went up there for that. Um, it's going to be nice to kind of hone back in my schedule because uh, as much as I like doing that stuff and spending time with family and having those moments, it's nice to kind of get in my equilibrium and get in my zone. So going to get back to that. And with that, I really want to start um, investing in some equipment for my YouTube channel. Um, and so I've been talking to Stephen about investing in a, an actual camera rather than recording with my iPhone. So if any of you guys have any suggestions for a good camera or something, uh, hit me up on Instagram at bflippinmusic or email me uh, or email us rather at emgpod at gmail.com um, or DM us in, on Instagram emg, at emgpod. Uh, just looking to get something that's not too expensive but is serviceable for some HD um videos for for youtube so that's about it though for me so i do want to say one other thing um just in honor of today actually when we're recording this episode it is father's day did want to say happy father's day to my dad thank you for everything that you do thank you for giving me a lot of great opportunities in my life being a great role model and uh i love you so just wanted to say that and i will not say it i'm boycotting father's day so just kidding, Dad. Love you, Dad. Happy Father's Day. <laughs> Bad optics. Bad optics. <laughs> I'm going to be grounded now. Um, Anything else with this? No. I'm Any good. other break topic? Happy Father's Day, Tim. We didn't shout oh, out Tim. Yeah. For ha- Happy Father's Day, Tim. Gentry might make a own. post. Uh, Gentry loves trucks on Instagram. <laughs> might make a Father's Day post. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Tim. Oh, oh man, dude. Happy Father's Day, the, Tim. Shout out to Miguel in the audience for uh, making sure that we remember Tim's great day, Father's Day. 
<laughs> when is Tim coming back on the show? Maybe we oh need to do an episode God. where he's the third third person on the show. <laughs> oh, yeah? You think you'd be able to manage that? <laughs> I think you can manage it. You can come in and out? You can manage it. <laughs> no, we're not. Tim's I'm not here. Kidding. Tim's not here. Don't break the don't break the wall. No, that's my that's me doing an impression of Tim. Oh, idiot. gotcha. Oh, sorry, I got thrown off. Um, so anything else for the break? Moving oh, on. Let's go back into it. I think it's my turn to ask you a let's first question. Let's hear it, sir. Um, so I did ask you about the first time that you had your heart broken. Uh, when was the first time you remember falling in love? Dude, I what's so funny about this is I legitimately thought about asking you this question, and then I was like, but what is my answer? So I didn't put it on there because no! I was like, I don't know how to answer this. So first time I remember falling in love, this is really tough because I've actually stated before that I really think I've only loved one person in my life. Um, and I feel like... So I feel like that's kind of tough. So well, I guess instead, let me let me then clarify this because okay, it's easy for us to go back in hindsight and say, oh yeah, I didn't actually love this person. I want to know yeah. first time that you believed that you were falling in love. Okay, well I'll do like the first time that I remember I said I love you. Okay, which was uh, I was on the phone in high school, and I remember. <laughs> I was like in the basement. I remember exactly where I was sitting. And as I was about to, it was just a very just normal conversation, normal weekday night. And I was like, all right, like I'll talk to you later. And she's like, I love you. And I remember I literally said, haha. Yeah. Thanks. Have a good night. Oh no. (laughs) And dude, I got super uncomfortable to this day. I've talked about this before. I've never, been the first one to say I love you in any relationship. I get like, it's a character flaw. I get, I feel like I get very like, I don't know, like, what is love? What is this? But I remember that moment being like, oh my god. Uh, so sometime, sometime in high school, I definitely was like, is this love? Um, I remember I had like that thought after like me and my high school girlfriend broke up. I was like, man, I miss her a lot. Like I miss all those times that we had. And I was like, maybe that's what love is. So that, some somewhere around there, but those are like the things I think about. What about you? Well, first off, I think this is a big difference between you and I because I'm pretty sure I've said I love you first in all of my quote unquote love relationships. But the first time that this happened was my freshman year. Um, we were dating for I think two months, and I was in you know that that honeymoon stage, the euphoria that you are in in the beginning of relationships. It was my first serious relationship, I would say, and uh, we were in our basement on the couch, I think, watching a movie. You know, the lights were dim, and just the mood was right, and and I said, I think I said something like, you know, I know this might be really fast, but I think I'm in love with you, and uh, damn, damn, and sh- she sat there for I think like 10 minutes we didn't say anything for 10 minutes we just were like cuddling on the couch and then she said I love you too and then we just started making out passionately and then I think a month later her and I were talking till like 3 in the morning on the phone and I said 
I got in my, you know, one of my thinking moods and I was like, so do you think that we actually love each other or do you think that we just like each other a lot? And maybe we got caught up in the moment. And she said, I think maybe we just like each other a lot. And it started, I think that was our first fight. Because I was like, well, then why did you tell me that you love me too? And so we didn't say it again after that until junior year of high school because we dated long distance when I was in Tennessee and I knew that I was moving back to Minnesota. And uh, when we found out that I was moving back, we decided to get back together and then we said I love you for real. So, Damn, dude. Intense stuff, man. Damn. Hmm. Hmm. It's interesting hearing how we're like a lot of similarities between us, but how we, in these types of situations we're like a lot different. Yeah, there are like little things here and there that we are very, very, like different very on. different on. Which yeah, it's it's interesting. I actually just thought of another question I did not write down, but I, I think this is a good one. First time that you knew or felt that the Everything Must Go podcast was about to play a big role in your life and that it could be something meaningful? Honestly, the first time I came down to Chicago. Um, well, when we started the podcast, I remember there were some things that had happened in our life that I think we both were just like, we need to do this podcast. Because you had mentioned the idea to me and we had kind of flirted with it a little bit, but weren't really we weren't really taking action on the idea. We just kind of talked about it. And then I think I found something out that kind of shook me. And I was like, man, I need a distraction. I need something right now. We need to start this podcast together. And so that was that was nice. But the first time I was like, this is huge, was when I came down for a week to Chicago. And for that entire week, we like blocked out all of these things that we were creating and it was such a crazy feeling, not just about the podcast. Obviously, the podcast was kind of the core element of it. But just having that week to create things and work together on stuff, it was pretty incredible. And I um, I don't know. That was the first time I was just like, I really want to commit to to the idea of, of this and see where it can go. What about you? Dude. Yeah, you know, I when I was trying to think of this, I was like, you know, was it was it a specific guest that reached out to us? Was it a specific You know what? I actually really truly think I think that I think what you just described to not be redundant. I think I agree with that where when you and I were in the same place and I was like, "Wow, we are super productive." And like we're able to do all this stuff. But there was some time sometime during like one of our guests Interviews where I was like, "Hmm, this is this is interesting." It was like during one of the spotlights. I think one of them was even like uh, Matt from Friends with Music. That was a big one for me, where I was just like, "This is so cool that a, like a random person that I've never met before reached out who has a podcast, who's had it for like many years before I even knew what a podcast was, who's now at my apartment playing video games with me. We're having a great time, and we just had a very awesome conversation for an hour and I feel like I was generally very entertained and I felt like there was a lot of like substance and I remember in that being like I'm like I was then like addicted to the idea of we were building something that went beyond just 
like a hobby. It was like not only do we have a hobby, like this is a whole like thing where we're being connected with cool people. We're surrounding ourselves with people who I felt like kind of filled the void in which at least I know that I was missing in my life, which was like a lot of substance. Like I'm in an environment where a lot of, a lot of people kind of come and go or they're all about like the party scene or they're all about, I don't know, just nothing that lasts. And in this moment I was like, wow, this is really cool. I may never see this person again, but in this moment it made me realize like, I'm glad that I, I've like stepped outside and I'm, I'm, I'm uncomfortable but I'm like loving every second of this. So I feel like the combination of those two things were pretty uh, pivotal yeah. and just knowing that like a routine had gotten built and expectation for what I thought I could do just skyrocketed. Mm -hmm. Like now I'm just, my expectations are so high that um, I like, I don't know, the sky's the limit. That's how I feel. Absolutely. Generally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. This one's gonna be tough, I think, for you to um, for you to think of something on the spot. But I want to give it a shot, and then if you want okay. me to go first on this, I can because okay. I have a specific thing. So, what's the first time you can remember a discovery you made about life that disappointed you? Like maybe something that you were naive about before, but then you found out it wasn't what you thought it might be, and you were disappointed that it wasn't what you thought it. You, life wasn't how you imagined it. That is a hard question because it's like very deep with a lot of layers. But I, the first one that comes to mind, actually, I'll, I'll say that because it's it's definitely not the first. Like if I actually were to think back, but it's the first one that comes to mind. So when I went to college, I uh, moved to, to Tennessee. Never been there before. I uh, joined a fraternity, which was really out of my comfort zone because I'm not the most, like, frat guy you'll ever meet. Mm -hmm. um, and I knew that going into it. But sort of the whole environment of the fraternity lifestyle and how people acted. Like, in my head, I guess, I thought, like, you know, this was, like, a real, like, these are, like, your best friends. This is, like, this is, like, very, very real. But I felt like a lot of it was just built on like looking down on people um a lot of closed-mindedness a lot of people who come from like generations of uh college um i don't know of like people who went to college and i just feel like there was like a lack of appreciation for how well a lot of people had it made and just like i don't know just some of the things i saw like i i was i was very disappointed to see that people could act this way. So, I don't know. Yeah, that it really bummed me out. Because it's like, you know, we do all, all these philanthropies. We're, like, doing all these good good things. But I'm like, I feel like you're not, though. Because <laughs> yeah. you're just bashing other people and not appreciating things. And I don't know. It, so it bothered it was, me a lot, though. It was the aspect of them taking things for granted that really disappointed you, you think? Yeah, the aspect of, like, taking things for granted and then just also, like, acting like superiority like in my life yeah. I've never felt better than people because I've had like more privilege in certain things mm -hmm. I've never genuinely never felt like I've just felt like oh this is just like my thing like I I'm more privileged in this and less privileged in that like 
I don't I I don't look at, my, at myself as being above people, and that was the first time where I was actually like, wow, people are actually really judging people like hardcore. Like, what frat are you in? Oh, you're this kind of person. Like categorizing people, and I hated it. Could not stand it. Really bummed me out because I feel like you didn't get treated as as an individual, and that's not how life should ever be. Do you remember if it was blatant, or do you think it was was it more? Subliminal? Did, did people try to hide it, or do you think people I, were just I think, all right? I think a lot of it is extremely blatant. It's like, oh, these guys are in this fraternity. They're, they're like this the, like the weed heads. They're the, I don't know. They're the degenerates. They're the these kind of people, and just like, sounds like I, high school extended almost. It's it's like it's like intentionally signing up for us to be a part of a specific clique. Yeah. In high school. It's like, I want to be in that clique, so I'm going to pay a lot of money to join a fraternity and act a certain way, wear a certain style, and if I don't conform to that, I'm nobody. And that, to me, was just like, what the heck? Like, what are these people doing? So I, I really, really rubbed me the wrong way. Mm-hmm. What about you? So for me, I don't remember how old I was, but... So I wasn't naive to the fact that people used substances, you know, whether it was drugs or alcohol. Uh, It was always something that I felt uncomfortable with. I just felt I always kind of had and it might have been just the way that I was raised that that alcohol or drugs or something were some sort of escape. And it wasn't obviously there. They can be very damaging and destructive. I mean, I had a grandfather who was an alcoholic and he had gotten his life turned around, but before that his life he was a destructive person because of it so I I kind of had those lessons embedded in me but the first time I remember being very disappointed about something was how how common it was like finding out people that were really close to me that I really cared about did that stuff and whether it was smoking weed or doing or, or drinking a lot uh, or doing other drugs even, more intense drugs. It really, uh, I mean, I was super young, I think, when I found this. Maybe like element, maybe end of elementary school or middle school. I, I found out some, some people had done this stuff, and it really shook me at my core because I was just like, you know, this stuff was very taboo to me. And I, I was just thinking for my whole life at that point, I, you, you don't do that stuff. You know, that stuff is horrible for you and it, and it hurts the people around you and then finding out the people around me actually did it it, it challenged my thought a little bit on uh, how you are able to function with that stuff because I would have never guessed that those people did it um, but then it also just disappointed me because I had seen people in a certain way and then that that vision was kind of shook a little bit so yeah. I definitely get that yeah, I mean, honestly, whenever, like, drugs and alcohol entered, like, life, like, whenever, like, the, some of the first times I came across it, I remember being like, whoa, <laughs> like, this really changes things now. So, it really did, like, it, it divides people a lot. Like, we could, I mean, we could do a whole episode on yeah, on that, so I don't want to get too, uh, too deep into that, but, yeah, no, I totally get that. Uh, I think we should do, let's do, let's do one more quick one each. Okay. Make it quick, though. Um, Every time that Steven tells me to make something quick, he ends up giving really in-depth 
All right. analysis on uh, something. No, no, no. So I'm, we'll I'm see if this make, happens. I'm going to make it real quick. All right. First time that you failed a test or project in school? Uh, sophomore year of high school. It was the first time I remember doing it. I had Algebra 2. I had just moved to Tennessee from Minnesota. I didn't like be- living there. I was very uncomfortable. I had always been good at math. And then I got there. I didn't pay attention in class. I didn't do my homework. And I failed a lot of tests in that class. How about you? Uh, fifth grade. <laughs> it was a um, test on the book a Sign of the Beaver. <laughs> I got a 69%. So barely. Uh, and we didn't have letters like ABC back then. Uh, so I got an ED for experiencing difficulties. <laughs> <laughs> Erectile dysfunction. <laughs> so, so I, and it said, see me. And I oh, went up no. to the teacher and I was like, put my head down. I'm like, it says, see me. He's like, yeah, did you read this? <laughs> and you're like, and nope. I was like, yes. He's like, so what are some of these answers then? <laughs> I'm guessing you did not read it. I did my version of reading it, which is like, like, I would barely count it as reading it. Like, I would, I wrote down like the wrong characters and made up character names. Like, it was like a fill in the blank. So yeah, he uh, he caught me red-handed. I didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> I felt very dumb though. All right, last one. Yep. This is gonna be a really good one to end on. First time you masturbated. Ah, <laughs> uh, why? This is what we're ending on. You yeah, me. You kidding me? Oh my god, I hate this. We I had some this. deep ones, so I figured let's go to one that's not so uh, deep. You I first. Mean, you, you, you tell me yours first. No, 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 no. <laughs> let's let's hear it, buddy. I just remember I was in my bed, and I pretty much was like, "Did I just pee myself? Is that what just happened?" <laughs> and like, I went to the bathroom, and I was like, "Nope, this is something different." And that's when I was like, wait, that was kind of awesome. I've been missing this my whole life. You kidding me? No one told me about this sooner. How old are you? Uh, I was maybe a teenager. I was like right in that cusp, like a preteen, teenager, somewhere in that general range. Really? That early? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, I don't want to say this, but general range, somewhere in there. I don't know. So mine's kind of funny because I didn't do it till 15. It was the end of eighth grade. The girl that I lost my virginity to was the girl that I masturbated to for the first time. Oh, dude, you gave a specific. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not like she listens to this thing. Dude, um, 30 years from now, she's going to listen to this. I, mean, like, that's, I don't really care. No it's not like no we're getting way. back together. I mean, unless, are you out there, babe? Are you out there? Come back to me. No, but uh, I didn't know what I was doing. I think I saw on MTV somebody miming this, so I was like, all right what were they doing down there so i just started going for it i will say the first time you do it is better than any other time that you let me do it because it's like holy shit what is this new thing that just happened and then uh the flood the floodgates had opened after that (laughs) then i was just a machine (laughs) you think my parents are ashamed of me after this episode dude future girlfriend who won't marry me because of this episode <laughs> babe I'm sorry. I'm sorry what if it is that girl though and then i can be romantic or, and be like look 
not only did you take my V card, but you took my play with myself card too. Dude, what a what an episode. What an episode. <laughs> what a way to end. What an episode. What well well I'm thinking about it. Any, any final thoughts on our first? <laughs> no, I, I enjoyed this episode. It was pretty funny. I had other questions, so maybe maybe we'll revisit this part two episode of part two sometime. <laughs> or even I was thinking maybe one day when we're passing the Everything Must Go podcast onto our uh onto our kids, we'll have a conversation about our last time doing stuff. Dude, I was just thinking about uh, <laughs> my future kid potentially listening to this episode, too. I was like, Dad? <laughs> I was thinking, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> Is all this true? We can we can always go on Anchor and delete all of this if we really need to. <laughs> no, dude, it's it's out there. It's out there, yeah. We're, we're done. Thank you for it. listening. Uh, I, I, think, I don't think we have time for recommendations. Yeah, we do. So. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Why do you do this? We don't have time for recommendations. We've had episodes that go like an hour and twenty minutes, and now Dude, something no that's gonna take rec- something that's gonna take like two minutes tops. You're like, oh, we don't have any time. For the pass, this. Right? this is this is everything must hour long. I think I think this is what's happening is Stephen must not have any recommendations, so he doesn't want to do this part. Am I right on that? I've got a lot of recommendations. Let's hear them. Okay. Um. <laughs> I recommend that you... Okay, I actually have one, but it's like it's so old again. I just found this album called Parallels by the band Fate's Warning. And I listened to a few of the songs, and I think it's really good. It came out in 1991, though, so it's not a new album at all. It's, um... I don't even know... I guess I would recommend it to someone who likes progressive metal or is open to something that sounds kind of epic and has like really good like complicated songwriting it's pretty cool i i have a big uh soft spot for that kind of like mid 80s to early 90s metal i think it just sounds really cool and uh other than that i think that's about it all right i have two i have three recommendations actually the first one is a song it's called i wish i was the moon by ewan j phillips it's uh, I love this song. It's a really cool take on telling a song, telling somebody that you miss them, but you can't be with them. Maybe it was like a breakup, and now you just, for whatever reason, are kind of avoiding that person. And it's, I don't know, it's just a way of using uh, imagery and stuff to uh, show that you have that yearning for that person still. So I really recommend that. Then... Um, I couldn't think of any shows necessarily, but a lot of what I, a lot of what Steven and I do are watch content on YouTube. So there are two YouTube channels that I recommend people check out. One is Churdleys, which is C H E R D L E Y S. Uh, it's super random, funny. Uh, so it it might be an acquired taste for a lot of people, but I, I definitely enjoy it. And then the second one is. Uh, is Funhouse. It's F U N H A U S. It's like a group of people. They play games, and uh, there's just some funny shit that happens between uh, the, the the main people who are are kind of the entertainment part of that show. So I would check those out, and uh, that's it for my recommendations. So anything oh, one, else? One other one, by the way. What's the what's that MGK song? I thought that was pretty interesting. I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, MGK came out with a song with with uh, artist Young Young Blood or something like that. Is yep, it? Yep, Young Blood. 
they did a song together. I, I surprisingly kind of like it. So it's got a little bit of a pop punk vibe to it. And uh, yeah, I, I just like to hear something a little bit refreshing. So even though it, it's refreshing in the fact that it sounds like something I've heard before. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not necessarily like a new sound, but right. I thought it was kind of cool. But uh, cool. Um, I think that covers recommendations then. Cool. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to uh, the live stream. For those of you who joined on on Twitch, sorry about Instagram not going live today. I had some technical difficulties with that, uh, but we appreciate you that sticked around, stuck around, sticked around. Freaking, I'm losing <laughs> it, man. Um, like I talked about in the beginning of the episode, we like to do a couple of these episodes where we kind of talk about ourselves to give context on our lives. Uh, so we're going to do our next episode is going to be uh, on some personality tests. We're going to take a couple tests and uh, see what they say about us, and we'll d- discuss them. And uh, I'm looking forward to that episode. Are you yeah. got anything to say about that? I, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. This comes um, uh, because I, I took a test. It was actually a work test to see like what my um, pretty much like what my personality type was just like are you a dominant are you an introvert are you an extrovert that kind of thing um and i i did that test and i don't know it was pretty cool because i felt like it lined up pretty well and now we're gonna dive into some of that kind of stuff and uh i don't know see i want to see what overlap the two of us have yeah absolutely i mean if you if you listen to our love languages episode i think this is going to uh mirror that a little bit and i I really enjoyed having that discussion so i'm I'm looking forward to this episode a lot yep um cool well if you guys have any thoughts comments questions uh, as always email us emgpod at gmail.com leave us a voice voicemail 513-427-emg5 hit us up on twitter or instagram at emgpod um, you can also hit us up on our personal uh, stuff. Steven is at Steven Russell B. I am at B Flippin Music. Thanks for tuning in. Take it easy. <laughs> <laughs>